Hey, I'm Danny Purrington, and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rooted Creative Podcast. I apologize if it sounds echoey in here on my recording. I am still at my in-laws' house in Utah, and so um, there is a lack of closets here that have a good um, sound. I don't even know the word. Like They just help with the sound. So we're lacking closets today, and so I apologize if it sounds very reverby and acoustic-y, but this isn't going to be a super long episode, so I won't strain your ears too hard. But it is going to be, um, I think, a fun episode because it's Christmas week. Christmas week. I don't even know how we got here, to be honest. Like, seriously, it feels like I was just pregnant with Liam a year ago, and now he's already going to be like almost one in a, f- a few weeks, a couple weeks. And then I'm going to have a newborn in April. Oh, so many things. <laughs> I'm feeling all the things. Um, so anyway, you may be celebrating the holidays this week and not be doing much work, which I would recommend. And that's also why I'm going to keep this short because I want you to go spend time with your family. So, you know, take this time off to spend time with friends and family and those that you love. But, you know, if you're anything like me, you may still be listening to some podcasts here and there. So that's why I decided to do a little short, juicy episode for you on some things that we can be doing as we prepare for the 2023 year. Believe it or not, it's just a few days away. I can't believe it. So, I mean, for starters, if you haven't already listened to last week's episode on pricing, you're going to want to start there. Because the first thing that we need to reevaluate with each new season and year is our pricing. Is it matching the demand we're getting? Is it aligned with our financial goals for the year? So I really recommend you start there and then find the balance between, you know, what that demand and the goals that you set are moving forward with your pricing packages. So go listen to last week's episode. It's really good. Highly recommend. Um, It's got some new strategies in there that I haven't talked about. So if you've previously heard a pricing episode about what I have to say, this one's completely new. So go check it out. And then the second topic that I want to talk about that is really important when you're planning is planning your goals. I've talked about this also extensively before on the podcast, if you refer back to episode number 82, which is three tips for setting up your year right with goals. Um, I've talked about it and how to strategically set up your goals in it's a longer episode. So if you really want more in-depth on how I do my goals, go listen to that. But to summarize, I'm going to give you what I do at the beginning of each year to not only gauge my financial situation, but also take a look at where my pricing's at and what goals I want to be setting for 2023. So the first thing that I do with a review um, and looking back is I review the previous year. And for this year, it would be twenty the 2022 year. I would be looking at how this year went. I take a look at how we ended the year and how close it was to the goals and numbers that I had set for the year. For example, 
This year, I set a certain revenue goal for Rooted with our workshops, both online and in-person, as well as our digital products. I see, you know, if we met that revenue goal through my review and then I record it. After analyzing, you know, let's say in this example, I came up short of the number that I set for my goal. I reevaluate the projects and the tasks that got me to the number that I actually ended up with and see how I can improve it for the next year. I mean, it's a really fun way of improving processes and keeping tabs to make sure that like we're on the right track. And I mean, maybe it's just me and my personality, but like I need to know what's going on at all times in my business. And so, you know, doing something like this really keeps me on track and helps me feel like I can improve and just kind of refine my systems at the end of each year. Um, after analyzing. So yeah, the first thing I do is I review the previous year or, you know, the year that I'm currently ending. After looking at the previous year, so number two, I then, as I stated a moment ago, I review what worked well, what didn't, and where I can improve for the next year. So let's say I didn't hit my rooted goal because I didn't sell as much as I wanted to with our online products. Okay. You know, why did that happen? What's the data behind that and the and the statistics? What's a way that I can boost more sales next year? And these are all good questions to ask and evaluate when thinking about my new goals for the new year. You know, maybe I start running more promotions for our guides or look into creating a budget for paid advertising on Facebook. These are things in theory that I would do if I didn't hit that goal that I had set at the beginning of the year. And that's why it's really important to review and evaluate goals. I mean, if you're not already setting goals, I'm going to tell you, like, this is one of the reasons why setting goals is so important because it helps you kind of figure out what went well and what didn't. And it keeps you on track with where you want to go in your business, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Big picture, right? Number three, um, the third thing I do after evaluating last year's goals and what worked and what didn't, only then do I start to brainstorm my new goals. And most of the time, they're very similar to last year's goals with usually a few changes or different project ideas contributing. I always say to make your goals measurable because they're the easiest to track. So that usually means numerical. Um, It's a great way to set a goal. So like IE, right? Example, I make, I want to make $90,000 in wedding photography in 2023. Okay. That's a numerical goal and one that I can actually track and keep track of based on each project, based on how many projects I book, based on, you know, all of the good things, right? And so that's why I think numerical is important. Um, And I also don't set too many goals. So I say that like setting between five to seven annual goals should be the limit, no less than five, but no more than seven. And after brainstorming my goals for the year, which are not only revenue-based, but also based on new projects and ways that I'm expanding my business, then I start to plan the rest of my year by breaking it down quarterly. And this is the fun part of goal setting. (laughs) Like if you set annual goals, that's great, but don't end there. Split it into quarters, especially if you have new projects and new ways that you're thinking of expanding because it keeps you on track. So let's say I'm adding four new projects to my plate next year for Rooted to expand my business. And these projects can range range anywhere from like a content day to another online workshop, which by the way, if you didn't know, we're hosting an SEO online workshop in January. So get in on that. 
Um, you know, those are the types of projects though that I would plan. Okay. So I obviously don't plan on releasing those all at once. If I did, I'd be insane. Um, and so that's where planning for quarterly goals becomes important because it gives me deadlines, which is great as a business owner, and also an idea of what each project, uh, when each project should be started and finished or launched. So Uh, quarterly goals are also a great way to help you plan out like what needs to get done each month. So even farther from quarterly, you can start planning out your months, which then in turn will reflect what you do on your weekly to-do list. So listen, the more deadlines to keep us accountable, the better, because there's no one telling us what to do. Like we're our own boss here and organization is key. So it's, it's really important to not be running around aimlessly with no direction and thinking you're on the right track instead of knowing you're on the right track because of the goals that you set and the strategies that you have on a quarterly, monthly basis. So organization is in business is key to achieving success because it's based on strategy, which a lot of us don't do. (laughs) Strategy is what everyone else does in every other business, but for some reason, sometimes we forget to do strategic things. So That's why setting quarterly goals and monthly goals are really important. Um, And going back to setting the only five to seven measurable goals, um, going any more than seven is going to overwhelm you, but going any less than five is going to give you too little to do. Like it's good to be pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves and, you know, pushing the limits of what we think we can do, but also not getting too overambitious to where it's impossible. So that's where I set the limit of seven. Most of the time, I usually set around like five to six goals. I usually never hit seven because realistically with my past years, I've found that setting seven goals is a little much for me. So I really like to hone in and focus on five things instead of having to focus on like seven other things. I get a little overwhelmed with that. So that's just me personally, though. Um, If you have lots of goals, then seven goals might make more sense to you, which is great. Um, and then the one thing that I always consider as well is that sometimes throughout the year goals change and that's okay. (laughs) Um, it's just important to set a precedent of goals at the beginning of the year. And it's a great way to paint a picture of the direction that my business is going and how closely I'm getting to that big picture plan each year. And I'm talking about when I talk big picture, I'm talking about my 10 year business plan where I want to be in 10 years, right? And if you don't already have a big picture or 10-year plan, I recommend you sit down and really think about where you want your business to be within the next five to 10 years. You know, how much money are you realistically bringing in? How many employees do you have? Um, What offerings are you going to probably be offering at that time? It provides a lot of direction, which is really important when you're setting each year's annual goals because those annual goals should be getting you closer and closer to that big picture goal. So um, that's what I recommend. And those are the ways that I go about brainstorming my new goals. Like I said, if you really want more info, go check out that other episode, episode number 82. But then the last thing I do is I plan out all of my like projects and all of the things that I have going on on a weekly spreadsheet. And this is like my master spreadsheet where each week I have my content already planned and ready to go. That includes podcast episodes, guests that I want to have on the show, content that's going to be released, when to announce workshops, when to launch workshops, when to announce other 
big projects, and more. I'm a really big believer in deadlines, and this has been a great way to keep me on track with what needs to be marketed and when. So if you're a wedding photographer listening to this, you know, planning out your strategies, let's say you want to book more elopements in Yosemite. Well, what if you just focused all of quarter one on building up your Yosemite content and that's content you're going to use on your blog, on your website, and you're pushing it on Instagram. And if you really, really focus on it before you know it, you're going to start getting a lot of inquiries for Yosemite speaking from experience. (laughs) So I know it works. So that's just one example to do it as a wedding photographer. But if you're an educator listening to this, this is another way that I go about doing that. Honestly, you guys, I could really go on with this topic for ages, but I really just recommend you go back and listen to my older episode on the podcast discussing more about this, which again is episode number 82, three tips for setting up your year right with goals. It's a really in-depth process on how I go about my goals and why. And and then you'll see my entire lengthy process. So I'm not going to get into it here, um, but it's really important to have that strategy as we begin each year because strategy and organization, as I said, are the key really to running a successful business because it's all about strategy, especially, especially if you have others working under you as well, like virtual assistants, editors, et cetera. They need to know where you're at and where you're going. They need to be aligned with your goals as well. So it's really important that you set those goals. And listen, I'm going to keep it short today, as I said, because I know it's Christmas week. And friend, I want you to spend time with your family. So stop listening to me and go be with them. (laughs) But I really hope that this was helpful for you today and that you consider applying some of these practices to your business with each new year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm going to be back with you on January 4th, which believe it or not, is Liam's birthday. (laughs) He's going to be one. Um, And on January 4th, we're going to be talking about being an educator. So if you're looking to be an educator or teaching other photographers or offering any sort of education, you're not going to want to miss it. So really stay tuned for that one. Um, We have some other exciting episodes coming up in January, like Google ads and more money podcasts. So be sure to check back in. Um, Otherwise, you guys have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful holiday season with your families. I will see you next year. (sighs) Crazy. And until then, friends, have a wonderful rest of your year. and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast. Resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes, all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Until next time and God bless.